Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast, and I hope you will take advantage of everything that we offer. Be sure to subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast. I'd also suggest visiting our website where you can sign up for our newsletter, you can listen to the 10-minute body scan meditation, and check out the group and one-on-one coaching options, along with the resources and more information on anxiety. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out today. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about media and your mind and how that can be affecting your anxiety or your levels of stress or overwhelm. But before I do that, I want to thank Michelle. She is our newest super member of the ACP family on Patreon. Thank you so much, Michelle, for your support. We really appreciate you. So let's look at what media is. Definition in the uh, uh, dictionary online that I looked up said, the main means of mass communication, broadcasting, publishing, and the internet regarded collectively. Okay, so it's pretty basic. We all know what media is, what we're talking about here. And I would like to throw in there also the social media, because that is a very big emotional trigger for so many people that are already stressed. As with most things, we can consider the dose that we are taking in. So when you're thinking about social media, think about how much you're consuming. How often are you partaking in the social media, especially if it is stressful for you? And for how long are you staying there? I think that stressful media is definitely dose dependent. So check in and see where you can get what you need, your information, your connection, your sharing and then get out. Keep yourself from falling into the comparison trap. Uh, There's an old adage, don't compare your insides with other people's outsides. And that definitely holds true for social media. So just jump in, get what you need and get out. Uh, Or you can actually eliminate certain um, platforms that don't agree with you or that that uh, overwhelm you or make you feel inadequate or uncomfortable. You can just eliminate them. But many people need to use different things, whether it be social media, publishing, broadcasting, uh, or the internet. We need to use these things perhaps in work. Uh, so just get what you need and get out because I think it's dose dependent. And What we do with our smartphones is we can overconsume the media that is not serving us without us even paying much attention to it. So conscious awareness here can really, really be your friend. 
The more we watch media, the more catastrophic our thoughts can become. And often we don't want this to be true because we love our screens, right? We love the media that we consume. We found all kinds of great things that we like paying attention to. And so we ignore the call to reduce it. But I'm telling you, if you take some time and either use the apps on your smartphone or your computer that can track how much time you spend in certain areas, you can start to see maybe you're over-consuming in one area or another. It really will be worth your while to know and have conscious awareness of, of where you're spending your time. So it's not so much what's coming at us that we are reacting or responding to, but what it is triggering inside of us. So it is essential if you are in a sensitive state or an anxious state, or even, you know, even if you're just slightly stressed out these days, you want to be conscious of what you're consuming and what is being offered out there in media land does not mean that you have to consume it. You know, unlike the days where we used to we would carry a book with us, a, a newspaper, a magazine, like if we were traveling. I remember every time I was taking a flight somewhere, it was a chance to buy a magazine that I didn't usually read because I was going to have some time to actually just thumb through it and enjoy it. And nowadays we don't have the opportunity to pick and choose. We kind of are bombarded with information and stories, media, the whole thing. It's all out there. It is coming to us. And we have to be the gatekeepers and say, uh, no, I'm, I'm not letting this in. This is, I've had my media for the day. I am complete. So pay attention to that. What are you letting in and how much time are you spending on particular apps or platforms? You know, I've learned that the fear and anxiety center in the brain is very close to the memory center of the brain. So images of an, of memory can quickly become yoked to fear and anxiety. So what that means is that if you watched, let's say, a movie about plane crash, this could actually cause you to have ramped up stress response the next time you travel, simply because you took that in. Those two centers are very close together, and the memory can quickly become yoked to the fear and anxiety. It's how our, our brain is built. You can't change that. But what you can change is what you allow to come in. Now, obviously, we see things in life that are upsetting, that happen, and we have to pay attention. We can't control that. But what we can control is what we are choosing out there in the media. So this is your chance to make a difference in your own health and your own healing. How can we live in this world and find our inner calm so that we can heal and be more at ease in what is actually going on in the world around us? Once we have seen our own inner peace come alive again and our nervous system is no longer on super high alert day in and day out, we can handle much more of the life that is out there and all that life has for us. 
Until we have recharged, healed, and know our way home to our own inner peace and calm at a moment's notice, we need to take care for our own overstimulated nervous system by treating it like any other inflamed and sore part of our being and let it have time and space to heal. And that means you have to pay attention and be the one to take care of your own inflamed mind from the media. You get to be the gatekeeper and you get to be the one that says yes or no to certain information. You can do this and you can handle so much more once your nervous system has calmed itself back down again. Believe me, I've been there. I can take in all kinds of stuff now that I I would have stayed away from in the past because I was trying to heal and find my inner peace and calm. But you get very strong in your own inner island of peace and calm eventually, and you can take so much more. It's just like healing any other broken or inflamed part of our body. It gets stronger once we heal. Now I have some tips for you to keep you going on that, but before I get to that, I wanted to be sure to thank today's sponsor of the episode, BetterHelp. Many of my clients and group members and listeners have not only a coach, but they also have a therapist and also are in the group and have a psychiatrist. And there's all kinds of combinations of healing teams that people have. And one of the things that people have trouble with sometimes is finding a therapist that they like. BetterHelp Online Counseling can really help you out here. If you are looking for a therapist and you cannot find one in your area that is just right for you, you can get help on your own time and at your own pace and schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. They have licensed professional counselors who are specialized in many, many areas, including anger, family conflicts, grief, trauma, relationships, anxiety, stress, depression, and anything that you share, of course, with them is confidential. This service is available worldwide. Again, you can use text, chat, phone, and video. It's secure, convenient, professional, and it's affordable. Best of all, as a truly affordable option, because you are a listener at the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, you will get 10% off your first month with discount code ACP. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash ACP. Simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you'll love. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash ACP. That link will be in the show notes for you. Now, here are some ideas for you to try to help you get a hold of your own consumption of media. The first thing I jotted down here was for you to limit how often you watch news reports and consume the latest news on your screens. Now, this may not be a problem for you in particular, but I have had many a client who was almost in a state of what I might have called addiction with the news, meaning 
that they almost couldn't let go of it, thinking to themselves of not paying attention to the latest news report really made them feel uncomfortable. So what happened was eventually they had to get to the place where they could let go of it. And it made a huge difference. There's many clients that this has helped. And they first came to me with, you know, the idea of that this was important for their work and they needed to stay on top of things. They noticed no difference in their ability to perform their duties and to be able to converse with people in the office about what was going on when they reduced their media intake. It had just become an addiction, an addiction that was causing them to have ramped up anxiety and stress. So the second one I jotted down was look for alternative news outlets that are less sensational and more objective. Now this goes all the way across the board. You can kind of just change up where you're getting your media from and that in and of itself may make all the difference in the world in your level of anxiety by being able to control how sensational the news is. It doesn't need to be that way. It, you can there's you can still get the same information without it being made into a, a scary or catastrophic ordeal. The next one is an idea to give yourself a day, one day a week or maybe longer. I do have people um, that I work with that do this for a weekend with their entire family. Give yourself one day a week or longer, like I said, the weekend without any news and see if you really are any less informed. I think you might be surprised. Maybe you could just pick a day that would be convenient for you, but give it a try. It's a great fun experiment to see. Am I really out of the loop if I don't watch any news for one day? Let's give it a try and see. It might be fun for you to notice that you weren't any less informed at all. Another one is to ask yourself if what you're consuming is actually necessary. And if it is, you know, perhaps for work or your family or well-being. So if it is necessary, how can you look at it objectively versus emotionally? What I want you to do there is to look at it as if it does not affect you, that you are just in an experiment, gathering information, logging information, because if it's necessary for your work, maybe keep it in that work realm. If you are gathering information for a family member or for your health or well-being or something, just log it and not let it be an emotional trigger. Now, This sounds like, how am I going to do that? But I think if you do it, you're going to be kind of surprised at where we let our emotions take us. And you can call yourself on it. When you feel emotions beginning to rise, you can say, wait a minute, I was just looking at this to gather information. This is not anything more than information gathering at this time. So you gather your information and then close up your media and be done with it. It's a good practice because what we learn to do then is to not ride the emotional roller coaster with everything that we do. Here's another one. If you see the news and in this news that's about something you can do nothing about, 
but you really feel your heartstrings and your emotions are involved and you feel like you want to do something. This happens to us often. We hear about a news report or an event. Something is happening in the world that we cannot do anything about for many different reasons. Uh, we're not in the area. We don't have the resources. We wouldn't we don't have the physical ability. Whatever it is, you've heard about something that has touched your heartstrings and you feel you want to do something, but you can't. Now left like that, we begin to feel uncomfortable. We begin to feel guilt can arise, just feeling of not being complete, feeling a, a desire, a burning desire to do something, but but no place to put all of that energy. So what I want you to do rather than to let that become festering and then the mind trying to make stories up about something that could be happening in your own life and you get anxious, I want you to take those heartfelt feelings and send a prayer. I want you to write a prayerful letter in your journal our energy and our intention does matter in the world. So give it a go. Say a prayer. Do a loving kindness meditation, a meta meditation for all those who are affected. And then put your journal or the letter or the prayer, the meditation to rest. Then it is complete. Do not let it constantly bite at you and bring you back into the fold. Know that you did something the best that you could at that moment and let it go. There's so much that we can do with the time that we may afford ourselves when we have closed up some of the media that we're consuming. Consuming unconsciously, right? Or over-consuming. Maybe we need to go on a media diet. But whatever, just having some conscious awareness around it can help us to cut down the time that we're spending there, which will relieve some of the stress and pressure we feel from being in there. And then we might even have time to add on to our meditation practice. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to remind you that if you want more than what's offered here and more personal guidance, you might be ready for our group coaching membership program. It's a deeper dive into what you learn here on these episodes. Each month, you'll receive two anxiety clearing skill sheets sent in email. You'll also receive two live group coaching calls, which are recorded in case you can't attend. Those will help guide you through your challenges. And there's also a secret Facebook group for coach and community support every day, all month long. So if you're ready for more, go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching and join today. I'd love to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. Treat your mind like a museum, not a warehouse. And that's from Janssen Mather. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. 
Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 